Welcome back to Crafting Short Stories. Episode 4 is about courage. Sometimes the most brave act can come from the most unlikely and surprising of heroes. It is a children's story published in July 2021 called The Little Turkey and the King Cobra. There was a little barn, alive with activity in southern India. In the shade of this dilapidated old red barn, ten or twelve little chicks gathered near their hen mothers. They were beautiful, little fluff balls of yellow and black and deep brown. They chirped constantly. The mother hens gathered them here and there around the free-range barnyard throughout the day as they all pecked for food, drank cool water from the farmer's bucket, and sat around gossiping. In the barn, the gray mule stood sullenly. He was an old miserly sort of fellow with a rather sharp tongue. He harumphed loudly and cleared his throat. His name was Inish. In the stall beside him lay a few goats named Pranjal, Sanat, and Vedant. They were a gaggle of goofballs. Their antics were quite known around the barnyard and legendary. Then there, there were the two horses with their new spring pony. The farmer's daughter loved the black pony and called her Bhavna. No other animal of note was really associated with the barnyard other than a few dogs and the rather ordinary and plain-looking turkey. She was an odd old lady often left out of the usual hen gossip circle. The turkey had managed to escape the farmer's axe through the years, but not the sharp tongues of the other barnyard occupants. As a result, she tended to keep quite to herself, mild-mannered and soft-spoken. Her presence caused very little real annoyance, but she was different, and different, as we all know, is not always tolerated. The little brown turkey was named Benita. She had no partner, and so she had accepted her childless fate through the years, but she doted on the little chicks instead, offering them kindness and smiles from time to time as she clucked and fretted alone around the barnyard, generally mumbling to herself and doing the daily activities that a little turkey would do. It was a beautiful spring day, and so it came with much surprise that a dangerous king cobra was slithering quietly along the side of the old red barn towards the little baby chicks. The gossipy old hens had gathered in the northeast side of the yard, and so the king cobra noted with secret chagrin that he would have to cross the yard for a slight moment or two out in the open exposed to attack and kill the baby chicks. His hunger for the taste of little chicks compelled him forward nonetheless. His shiny black charcoal reptile scales glistened in the sun as he paused momentarily to survey the barnyard scene. The dark scarlet tongue darted in and out rapidly from his mouth. He dared not rise up yet. Clearly, his path to his prey was blocked by the mother hens, but also before that by a rather odd-looking and quite pathetic old turkey. No bother, he thought to himself. He would quickly pass by the turkey, surmising that she would run in fear as they all did. He checked the air once more with his tongue before rapidly crossing from the barnyard wall diagonally through the yard. He salivated, considering his prey, the plump fluffball baby chicks. Benita was pecking for a worm in the yard. She was distracted and mumbling to herself and not paying much attention until she nearly stepped right into the path of the violent and cruel King Cobra. Her leg froze in midair as she suddenly realized with great fear who the new intruder to the barnyard might be. She shrunk back instinctively, ruffling her brown feather wings rapidly and squawking to sound an alarm to the other animals in the yard. The exposed king cobra raised up high in the air and flared out his neck and face. He hissed sharply to frighten away the old bothersome turkey. Meanwhile, the alarm had been sounded and suddenly the whole barnyard was shook with panic. The gossipy mother hens ran for their lives, abandoning their young in great fear of the giant deadly snake. They huddled into the hall, into the hay at the other barnyard corner, trying to wedge themselves as close to the fence as possible. 
The old gray mule brayed and hrumped loudly, stomping his feet to attract, to try to attract the attention of the farmer and his family. The goats leaped up from their usual munching and bawed as well in unison. Nearby, dogs barked. Even the horses paced back and forth, hiding their beautiful black pony behind them. They were all frightened and terrified for their lives, all except the clueless and sweet little fluffball chicks, chirping unprotected and unaware, so innocent in the yard. The king cobra knew all that stood between him and a marvelous tasty lunch was that old foolish hen Benita, and so he flared his neck and face as much as possible and hissed, moving and swaying dangerously before the shuddering turkey. But Benita did exactly what he did not expect. Everyone, in fact, was surprised by what Benita did next. As the mother hens shrunk back, crying in fear and terror, little Benita ran straight across the barnyard to, to the innocent chicks. She opened her wings as if to shelter them, and quickly gathered them all together into the farthest corner of the barnyard, away from the king cobra. Then she turned to face him, with her wings spread wide to keep the chicks behind her. This drew the fierce anger of the hissing cobra. He lowered once more to slither within inches of the terrified turkey Benita. She stepped back in fear, looking behind her at the baby chicks. She gulped and then turned to face the king cobra head on. The other barnyard animals were certain that Benita would be a goner. The king cobra drew up again to full height and flared his face and neck. He hissed his last warning and then moved to strike Benita with his fierce fangs in a rapid attack. But she flew back out of reach from his fangs. Not only did she parry him, but she flew in just as fast to peck him hard on the head. He shook his head and drew back in shock. Now he was getting really angry. Once again, he watched the hen and attacked. She flew back to parry and then countered again with one harsh peck again. Again and again he attacked, and again and again she managed to escape the attack just out of reach and then flew in to peck him harshly. With great annoyance, he flared his neck and face even wider, and the more he attacked, the more she pecked him hard on the head. The battle was fierce and very deadly, but Benita refused to move out of his way. She would not let him advance on the little baby chicks no matter what. They huddled behind her in a, in a pack down, sensing something, and the other barnyard animals watched in shock and in awe. For two or three full minutes, the poisonous snake, an odd little turkey named Benita, faced off. Finally, she pecked the king cobra extremely hard on the head. He was frustrated beyond belief, but could not get past her for anything. Eventually, he gave up, defeated, and he lowered. She stood now in front of the baby chicks with her wings spread wide to shelter them, and the deadly king cobra, in shame and total embarrassment as well, and plus being hungry, slowly lowered further and slithered back across the yard. He slithered back past all the silent barnyard animals, even the hiding mother hens, and then out into the green pasture lands, and within moments, he was gone. Benita stood sheltering the baby chicks and breathing hard from her chest. The little chicks, innocent and unaware of the danger, chirped happily behind her. They bounced here and there, and the barnyard finally came slowly back to life. The old stodgy mule Inish bowed deeply in gratitude to the little brown turkey named Benita. The three goats smiled happily and high-fived each other with their hooves. They went back to munching lovely lumps of hay happily. The horses all nodded their heads in great admiration to Benita. And even the gossipy mother hens clustered around the once-neglected turkey Benita to hug her and thank her tremendously. They even lifted her onto their shoulders, chirping and squawking with tremendous cheer. Benita, for her part, never felt alone in the barnyard again. 
And from that day forward, she would always be part of the Barnyard family, though odd and a little quirky. Her deeds from that day would also become quite legendary, and the cute little baby chicks grew up to love her as their own. This concludes episode four of Crafting Short Stories. It honors the diversity of all of the people around us and exemplifies the importance of inclusion. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and share if you like these stories. My knitted scarf is almost done. It's a mix of scrap yarn and array of different colors from purple to pink to green and to orange. And it shows how something beautiful can be made from so many different elements. Like a mosaic almost. Once I'm done, I plan on giving this to my daughter. She plans on traveling to Japan in December to see Kyoto and Tokyo. And she wants to see the anime district, which she's always loved anime. And to experience another part of this great big world. I'm proud of her, and I hope she'll like the scarf. Until next time, keep creating and crafting beautiful things.